0: ammunition whatever it takes to get you on your journey as you push through and grind through behind the grind let's go all right well welcome back to another episode of behind the grind i am your host sharad shuler And I am so glad we are back at it here on Behind the Grind. Well, it is 2021. This is the very first episode of the year, and we're excited to bring it to you. Uh, We've been working hard, and we've been getting some guests lined up, and we've had some conversations. And so we're so excited to get this year started off right with some good conversations. We got a lot of individuals in the grind chair and the seat. Uh, that you're gonna want to hear from. I, I promise you, you want to hear from it. You know what I like about this uh, program and the interviews that we have is it's interviews with um, some may call it, you know, people that we 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 know our everyday. Uh, people, right? But even our everyday people are making some impacts and are making differences here um, in in the areas around us, right? So uh, it's one thing to talk about it on a national and talk to people who are doing things on a national scale, a global scale, all of that great stuff. But it's also good to talk to people who are doing things in their community, Uh, people here at the local level, the state level, whatever you want to call it, and this is a, t- a time for us to really have those conversations because it's not far for many of us who are who are looking to achieve uh, success and are looking to 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 grind up as i would call it sometimes listening to people on different parts of the journey now there'll be some there's some people that we'll talk to that are on the start of their journey right there's some people in the middle of their journey there's some people who have who've accomplished a lot that we'll be interviewing and then there'll be we'll get those interviews from individuals that are doing it huge and doing it big. But the big thing I want to, for you to get out of these uh, conversations is that it all takes a grind. No matter where you are at, you have to grind toward it. Um, you know, this is a faith-oriented program, of course, and so we're going interview, to interview individuals um, a lot of the time that have a good background and have a good sense of of spirituality and and faith and all of that good stuff. But we know tied to our faith, right, is the work, right? It's the grind. It's what we get up and do. We can we can talk faith on one end and we can talk what God's going to do, which He will do. Uh, but it's also the works of what we put together and how we co-labor to bring it to pass. And so many of us are are out here on this journey and we just need uh, to hear from other people, right? We need to hear what they are doing, what they have done, and it's okay. We're not in competition with anybody. We are strictly in a place where we're learning how to build and truthfully, we're building from each other. And so today on this program, I decided to interview a guy that I met uh, several years ago and I saw the grind on him. Now, some may say, well, he he, he works a, a nine to five. So how does he grind? Well, when you get into this conversation, you'll see a true grinder. I know we like to, to lift up the, the, the solo entrepreneurs, which is great, right? That's awesome. But there are times there are individuals that are actually working a nine to five and doing the entrepreneurship at the same time. And so that's a different type of grind. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Also, he's going to give you some tips. Uh, he has a, a, a profession in HR. So he's going to give you some some great tips on some things to do because right now I know a lot of us have our careers we've got a lot going on in our careers Um, and some people may um, have career changes or career choices to make uh, based upon things that are going on right now so this is a good conversation so whether you're in your career and and you want to learn how to move around and navigate or whether you're trying to 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 get into a certain career or whatever the case may be this conversation is for you and also for you entrepreneurs who want to do this or or you you career workers should say that want to do the side hustle he's he's an inspiration so somebody who can actually work and do it at the same time so it is it's possible right as they can say where you can you can walk and chew gum at the same time and so here's a testament of that so uh without further ado let's get into this episode with my guy edgar butler jr um here on behind the grind <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Grind. I am so glad to bring you another episode. And guess what? It's 2021, and I'm so excited to drop the first episode of the year. Um, you know, over the last year, we, we, we introduced you to the Behind the Grind, right? Last year, we had some great conversation. We had some great episodes um, we had some moments where we took a little time off. But in 2021, we decided to get back at it and really go hard in the, this space and really interview some individuals that have really, um, that are really about that grind, right? Really about that uh, pushing toward that, that destiny in which God has either called them to do, the mission that he has set in front of them, you know, the things that they, he has put in their heart to impact lives. We're in in. in interview some individuals that are really doing that thing. And so today I asked a a guy I met a few years ago, um, you know, me and him, uh, I think we have a lot in common. Part of this, you know, he's a family guy. He's a guy that loves the Lord. Um, And also he's a motivational kind of guy. So similar to what I I like to do, he likes to motivate individuals. And so we asked him to come on this program. As I've mentioned before in previous programs, I have moved to Georgia. And so how can I not move to Georgia and not connect with my guy, Edgar Butler uh, Jr. uh, to really help with this this, this drive and this grind that I have. And so I wanna introduce you to my guy, uh, Edgar Butler Jr. How you doing, man? Man, I'm good, bro. Um, really appreciate, you know, first of all,
1: thank you for giving me the opportunity. Thank you for reaching out. Uh, glad to see you here in Georgia, man. Uh, again, so now we can, you can have a closer connection, for but sure. uh, just appreciate everything that you're doing and appreciate this opportunity just to be able to come on your platform where you, you have done so much to give back to those that are uh, in the community. So this is really a, a blessing in um for me to just be able to be on this platform with you. So really appreciate it.
0: Oh, most definitely. And and for sure, like I said, when I moved to Georgia, I couldn't help but say, hey, I got to reach out to uh, my guy, Edgar, he, I mean, he was really, like I said, when we connected, it was something about, you know, when someone who's, who, who's been through a few things, right? And knows what he's talking about. And so I, I remember meeting you for the first time and just, just the wisdom, just in a small conversation, the wisdom that you're able to, was able to drop even then that I said, hey, I gotta bring him on behind the grind because these are the type of conversations we need to share with the world, people who, who, who has learned something and is able to share um, based upon what they've been through. And so, um, you know, you know, you're, like I said, you're a motivational kind of guy, inspirational kind of guy. Um, and so I know I've seen you out here doing some speeches, but also you, you've got the nine to five, you do all of that. So um, let's take a moment and just introduce everybody to, to, you know, kind of what you do, um, w- what, what value you add to, you know, to the, the, the people that follow you. It sounds like you're a coach, you're a motivator. What is it that you do for those that you, that you motivating coach? Man, you know, um, uh... Really, like I say, it's taken me a while to even
1: figure out, uh, you know, what my lane is, like who Edgar is. And so uh, as you start to really kind of understand that you have a gift, especially when it comes to speaking. Right. Uh, A lot of the people that we see, uh, we kind of look at them and we receive, you know, inspiration from them. And it's like, man, okay, I have this gift similar to their gift they are speaker. I'm a speaker. (laughs) I can't be a speaker. Right. And so then you start looking at all of these different speakers. And what I started to find is, you know, I, Edgar, the true Edgar could never materialize because I was actually so enamored by other people's gift of speaking. And though, and so I started to kind of get caught up in them, like, okay, they, they say it this way, or, you know, they make these points, this type of way and you know, their energy is this. And so, like, I'm I'm kind of all over the place, really.
0: Man, so I can I have, relate, man. I understand.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You have to, you know, really kind of tune a lot of that out and say, okay, God has given me a gift. Mm-hmm. and How does he want me to use it? And so finding my voice and, and really finding who I was, the purpose, the passion, all of those things, it took a while for me to do that. So I had to kind of really kind of take a step back mm-hmm. in order for me to say, yes, I know I have a gift but how is it God that you want me to utilize the gift? So after kind of, you know, taking a look at that and and, and then blocking out all the noise of what everyone else was doing, I really finally got settled in who I was Mm -hmm. and who Edgar has been called to be. So I understand that, yes, I do have a profession. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in my profession, the purpose that I've been given, the passion that goes along with that, I get to utilize that in my profession. So I, I work as a human resources recruiter for a large insurance firm, large insurance company. And so I get to change lives by allowing people, giving people opportunity to change their career, you know, change their life in, in some instances. Wow. And so my purpose and the gift that I have, it, it impacts that area of my life. Right. But then there's this other side, which is the true calling, yeah. the purpose. purpose. Yeah. And that's, that's 24 hours a day. right? And I don't care where that happens. That doesn't happen in, um, you know, in a confined space, in an institutional space. This happens wherever, grocery store, football game, you know, just in the community with your family. That's the purpose. And that's 24 hours a day. And so I've understood like, yes, I have a gift and I have a purpose. I get to use my gift and my purpose to impact my profession. Mm -hmm. But I also get to utilize my gift and my purpose for my everyday purpose all day. And that's really what excites me is being able to understand how I blend the two together, or how God blends the two together.
0: You know, that's amazing how you say that, you know, because you, like you described, you know, we can get caught up in trying to mimic maybe possibly individuals, right? Like you say, we like this part. You know, I remember growing up playing ball. I used to mimic Jordan, right? Or, or mimic Kobe, right? You know, you, you try to do their moves. Oh. And I remember <laughs> my coach was like, hey, I was shooting the ball off of one leg. He like... <laughs> Will you shoot with your two legs, you know what I mean? like why are you trying to do all of this? And that was when it snapped to me, hey, I'm me, I gotta play how I play, right? So with that being said, I like how you you describe that, and it sounds like you live in, you, you living a good life, it sounds like because you're able to you know you don't have to turn it on and turn it off when you go to the workplace. It's just being authentically you it, like you said, whether you're uh you know at the store, right, whether you're in the church with the youth, right? it's still the same. Egger regardless if you're you know at your employer doing that type of work so I think that's amazing I think if, if more of us can get to that place where we can blend the world especially how the world is going today it used to be a day where you, you you would be one person one one place at work and then you would be another person somewhere else but that day is gone right with social media we see your whole life and so you've got to learn how to master who you are and so I think that's that's really that's really dope really but um so with that being said, I want to get to the to some questions really about careers and 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 jobs and all of that kind of stuff. I think that's important as we are in 2021. You know, I was thinking about today, it's it's Monday, right? It's like the first uh day of the year, right? Where many of us had that little break, we had that little holiday break. And then we got ready to start back today. Some of us is like, "Oh man, right?" <laughs> Depending on what type of job we are, if we don't like it, I think it was hard for us to get back to work on Monday. You know, so can you talk to that individual, that person who is like, you know, "Hey, I'm I'm doing this this job, but how can I get to a place like you? You know, actually like you, where I enjoy this job, where I'm 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 motivated, I'm inspired. How do I get to that place?"
1: Man, I'm glad that you said that. So the first thing I would say is I've been there. <laughs> right. That's the first thing that I want to tell people is I've been there. Like life hasn't always been this sweet. Okay. And so uh, the reason I say that I've been there is because, you know, I was that person that said, man, you know what? I know there's more out here for me to do. Like, mm-hmm. and not only that, like I can't stand going into this place, but <laughs> I took the wrong approach about going about it. Like I went in with an attitude, like, you know, so like I'm going to change something in this big organization. And so they had to, you know, really let me know, like, you know, your name not on the building. So, you, you know, the attitude, you want to come in with the attitude, we got something for that. And so, you know, we're going to call it what it is. I was fired, right? You know, okay. some people like you politically correct. I was terminated. I was let go. I was Okay, so fired.
0: you just bluntly right. said it. You was fired.
1: Yes, I was fired. Let, <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead and let it burn. That's what I tell people. <laughs> that's if what I love about fired, you, man. You're just transparent, man. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. And that's a yeah. part of Edgar finding out who Edgar is, but um, I look back on it now and yeah, I can laugh about it, but I understand that it was really one of the best things that happened to me in my career because it made me take a hard look at myself Mm. to say, why did you leave it in the hands of someone else to make the decision Mm. for you when you knew, right, this wasn't where you were supposed to be. And so a part of that was me trying to really, like, I didn't understand my value and my worth my value, my work was determined by the employer at that time, Mm -hmm. right? What they thought of me. And because of what I felt they thought of me, I took the the approach to say, well, I'm going to have an attitude. I'm going to approach my work this type of way, or I'm going to try to make you, I'm going to demand you to do certain things. But again, my name's not on the building, right? And so now after being fired, I had to really step back and say, man, okay, was my true worth built within me going to work for them every day. Mm. Because if it is, you can't bounce back from that, mm. right? Mm. But when I, I I realized there's more for me to offer, uh, and, and so I still have a lot more left to give. I am someone of value. Like, I can bring value to an organization. I can bring value in the work that I do. So when I started to realize that, now it is, how do I continue to go forward? So mm. I had, I you know, I, I took it upon myself to, you know, go out and seek different opportunities to get back up Mm -hmm. and and to move forward. And then to really take ownership of my career and not Mm -hmm. leave it in the hands of someone else. So I would tell anybody right now that is in that position to where, like, you know, this is not where you're supposed to be. Whether it's you move into a different department within that same organization, Mm -hmm. or whether you, you take it upon yourself to get out of the organization and go somewhere completely different. What I will say is, don't leave it in the hands of the employee. Go ahead and put yourself in a position right now. Get the resume together. Start doing your research. Start building up your network. Start building relationships with people so you can go ahead and make the move on your terms. And that way you don't have to go through that defeat or that man like, okay, is it still worth it for me? You take control of your own career. And that's a part of me writing the book that basically says, take control of your career, clarify, construct
0: and control your career. That's awesome, man. So so you took that experience. It sounds like you took that experience and, and, and you you did some self-awareness. You did some like you said, you did some reconstruction. You you worked on some things. Did did you go into a whole different career at that point or was it uh, doing something doing that job again somewhere else? Like what, what, what well, happened next?
1: Love it. Love it. So um, I actually, man, I went into a whole different. Well, right after that, I went into the same kind of field. I okay. got fired you know, went into, you know, another, another warehouse job that I was working in. And, okay. but it was totally different this time because I went in and I said, you know, from the start, I'm going to tell you, mentally, mm. I was still kind of in a certain place because I went to another, you know, warehouse to where it was, okay, I'm coming in with seven and a half years of warehouse experience and a two-year degree. I got people in this warehouse that don't have a degree and not as much experience I have, they're already in leadership. Now the old Edgar would have took an attitude. Well, you talking? Say, to you. <laughs> hey, man, what's going on here? But the new Edgar then said, "Let me go to leadership." And I asked him, "I say, how long before I can start applying for leadership?" Mm. They say six months and seven months. I was in leadership. Wow, it's a different approach now, right? Wow, I understand like the value and I understand how to go about taking advantage of opportunity. So I'm no longer putting it on how much they value me. I'm gonna make you see the value in me, right? I'm gonna to work to the point of like, I'm gonna put myself in position to take advantage of the opportunities to where you I leave you no choice. You can't tell me no when I when I show you the value that I bring, right? Instead of trying to do it with lip service. And so went to that position, but then after that, it was still like, man, I got this itch, I can do more. <laughs> And so I, I went then to, you know, the insurance company uh, that I work for now. And again, coming in, entry level, barely made it in the
0: door, right? Oh, wow. so wait again, a minute, wait a minute, hold me. on, let me stop you. You've gone from warehouse to, to insurance company? So totally different? Totally different, Okay. Right? Wow,
1: it so, had to be a different environment right? too. Very different environment. And so, you know, within that though, it wasn't me going in, suit and tie, right? Mm. Uh, the position I'm in now, it wasn't any of that. Again, <laughs> I, I had to start, I barely made it in the door. Mm. So, you know, they, 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 I had to take a typing test and they were like, you know, you barely passed the <laughs> oh, typing man. test. We want to bring you in, in at one position and you know, your typing wasn't all that great. So we <laughs> got to bring you in another position. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, well, if you was going to bring me in an entry level, uh, what's on the entry level? You saying you got to bring me into something different. I'm like, that must be entry level of entry level, right? (laughs) And so um, I told the recruiter, though, I said, you know what? If you just allow me to get in, my work ethic will take care of the rest. That's awesome. And um, that's what it's done. And so I appreciate the 12 years or whatever it was that I spent in the warehouse because what it showed me when I came in, some people that came from a certain pedigree of a certain school, Mm. of uh, 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 their parents knew X, Y, and Z, I didn't have any of that but I had a work ethic that I felt that at that time was gonna run circles around everyone else. And so that's basically what I did. I came in, I was used to four or five o'clock in the morning, five, six days a week, 10, 12 hour days of physical labor. Wow. I'm coming in now, Monday through Friday, eight to 4.30, sitting down at a desk in air conditioning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you like. <laughs> dude, game on. <laughs> That's awesome. So I like how I, you know this, this is so much value in, in, in the way you're approaching it. Like you said, you didn't you didn't psych yourself out. know like you said based upon people's pedigrees based upon all these different things you knew the value that you brought you knew what you you could bring to the table so you know in this environment right now you know obviously we're in this COVID environment everything's going on you know there's some people that are really thriving right now really great things are happening but then there's also uh, something that we're not really talking about there's still people that are possibly you know losing jobs right maybe they're still on furlough maybe they're still waiting and now we starting to realize, hey, the job that I had, I might not be able to go back to. What would you say to these individuals? Like, how do you bounce back in this time? Like if you if, if you potentially may not go to that work or if it's time to look for something else, what would you what would you say? The first thing I'll say is put the value on
1: you and not on the job. Okay. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because. You know, even before this type of environment that we're in, somebody brought a story to me one time and they said this, you know, this this lady, um, this individual, they, they, you know, all they did, they, they, it was work and home mm-hmm. with the spouse. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, the spouse said, you know, they no longer, you know, want to be in that relationship. So they left. Mm-hmm. So now the the individual only had the job, and then the job let them go. And the person say they don't know what they're going to do. I say, I wish I would have had the opportunity to speak with that person because the first thing I would have told them is you're going to find you. You're going to find out who you are. You've lost your identity in, you know, other people and other things, the spouse and the job. Mm. But who are you as an individual? So that's what I would tell the person right now that uh, is unsure of, you know, whether I'm going to go back to the job, you know, whether they're going to keep me or whatever it is. Let's make sure that we put the value on you. And not the job because when you understand the value that you bring regardless of what the job does i know that i can go out and i can get something else all Right? but if my value is all wrapped up in the job now it is if they let me go i don't know what i'm going to do yeah. so the first thing is i want a person to change their mentality and make sure that they understand their own worth and value and then from there we're going to start constructing you know saying the plan to regardless of what the job does we're going to be good and that means putting together the resume that means going out and doing the research on the opportunities that are available building relationships so we're going to take control and not leave it up to the job you know giving us the value we're going to place the value on ourselves and we're going to use the, utilize that to springboard into other opportunities
0: Oh, that's awesome, man. I mean, because this is real. I mean, it's real right now. So much has changed. And, you know, again, going from the the landscape of how things used to be, you know, things are going to probably change a lot. And so with that, I want to kind of spin a little bit, you know, let's go into the workplace today. Right. You know, um, the workplace is probably changing a lot again with this COVID going on. we got people working at home. Um, you know, we're we doing a lot of stuff through the Microsoft Teams, Zoom, whatever whatever program your company does. And so, you know, at first it's like, oh, I love working at home. You know, I love the, the flexibility. But in some cases, you know, now if you're trying to progress your career how do you progress your career in a situation like this? That's been like the biggest fear of people working remotely. It's like, how do I get noticed? How do I stand out? How do people know who I am? What are some some tips some advice some best practices that I can do if I am working in this remote environment to still get noticed and still uh, move in progress?
1: Still gotta be seen, right? Mm -hmm. Even in this virtual environment. So there's a couple of things that a person can do For one, it is, you know, making sure that you do what is necessary for them to be able to still see the work and the value that you bring. And so Mm. what I mean by that is, you know, continue to take on those stretch opportunities Mm. that are available, whether it is projects. So they may not be able to physically see your face, but they can still see the work that you bring. Mm. If you're doing your day to day, sometimes that doesn't get noticed, right? right? The leader just says, okay, they're doing, you know, what they've always done. But we want to take on those stretch projects, right? So we can make sure that we're getting the opportunity to step outside of the everyday box mm-hmm. and show like, okay, hey, this is a special project that I'm working on. So that's one of the things. But two, when we're in meetings, right, these virtual right. meetings, I had a, a, um, <laughs> a student ask me this question one time and said, how do we know when to turn on our camera? If it's going to be a camera mm-hmm. you know, meeting mm-hmm. or is it just none? And I said, you know what? That's a great question. I say, but how do you want to be remembered? Mm -hmm. So if there's 12 people that are on the meeting and nobody has their camera on, I'm going to turn mine on from the start because, hey, I may be the one to spark this to say, oh, yeah, okay, everybody, let's turn their cameras on. Or if I'm the only one with the camera on, guess what? Now they get to put a a (laughs) face with it, a true face. You know what I'm saying? With the media, because normally if yeah. everybody's, you know, there's just their name on there, the person that turns their camera on, they may jump to the front. Love right. It. So I now you it. get to see them. So that's another. So we got to think of creative ways to make sure that we're continuously allowing ourselves to be visualized and seen yeah. in front of leadership. So those are just two little
0: quick little tips that I would say. I think that's huge. And it's simple, but it's huge because, you know, everybody's defaulting to, hey, let me turn my camera off. And, you know, in the schools, you know, they make the kids probably turn it on in school, but in the work environment, a lot of times it's kind of hard to tell another professional, hey, turn your camera on, right? Uh, but so many people are not, you know, utilizing that camera, but like you said, it puts you so much more. Um, another thing I'm finding too, is just, you know, over, I don't know if you agree with this or not, but just, over, you know, pretty much over communicating, right? Over communicating, making sure, and I say over communicating, but just making sure that you're letting uh, your, 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 your team lead, your manager, whoever know you know, what you're doing, because you, you do need to communicate. You don't it, get lost in the shuffle in a, a time like this. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, definitely. Make sure that, you know, like you said, you don't get lost in the shuffle because going about it day by day, sometimes the leaders just kind of forget, hey, the team is doing X, Y, and Z. You're, 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 you're doing your cues or you, you know, you're, you're, you know, completing your assignments. But what's new to where it says, hmm, this is something different that I haven't seen from them. So, yes, you know, continuously communicating, continuously staying in the forefront for them. And then also uh, the other thing that I forgot to mention is set up meetings to where it's kind of out of the box, right? Mm -hmm. Go ahead and do your own reach out. Don't wait until just we have a team meeting to set it up. You know, why do we have to wait for the leader to call the meeting when you might be able to go on and say, Hey, I want to set up a meeting with this leader. I want to set up a meeting with a, a leader that's not even over my team or in a different department. So it's right. continuously making sure that people are seeing you and you're stepping outside of the box doing outside
0: of the norm. That's awesome. So uh, uh, for for a person like you, you know what I'm saying, uh, that has, has found himself navigating through different uh, roles, did you find yourself utilizing um, mentors, uh, uh, coaches? What did you do, uh, is, uh, is what's that hidden thing that you did to kind of give you that edge? you know, in this competitive environment, you know, cause it's very competitive. It's still competitive even to get jobs, to stay on jobs, to move up. What is it, what, what is, what's that edge that we can do?
1: So what I found is that when it comes down to some people for whatever reason, uh, they're afraid to set up a meeting. They'll set up meetings with people that are on the same level, but they're afraid to set up meetings with people that are on the level, you know, above them mm. or a couple of levels, before, you know, above them. And okay. one of the things that I found that has definitely benefited me in my career is I will build relationships with key people, meaning the people that are actually, you know, making the decisions on who's yeah. going to be the next person that sits in the seat. So I took it upon myself to actually go out and I would set up meetings with leaders, like the, the upper leaders in the department, almost every department wow. that I've been in, I would set up a leader and I would tell them this, I would say, hey, well, I would like to take you out to lunch. And it, they're, they're surprised because it's like, oh, you want to take me out to lunch? Oh, sure. Now, they always pay, right? But it was just a, a point of You were there showing just in case, it. though. You had your car just in case, right? Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to wash no dishes, right? You know what I'm saying? But uh, it was just the, the taking the yeah. initiative for them to say, man, OK, this person wants to take me out to lunch and they want to hear what's on my mind. And so what I started to, to um, experience in that was When we're all in a group meeting, Mm -hmm. uh, even the upper leaders have to take the approach of being business correct.
0: Mm -hmm. So they're
1: only going to give you a certain message because the masses have to hear this. Mm -hmm. But when it's one-on-one, oh, the message is totally different now. Mm -hmm. Now they're willing to share some things with you that they wouldn't tell a large group. And so within that, I'm starting to get inside information. I can ask them, what are you looking for in the next leader? You know, what, 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 what are the qualities that you're looking for? So one meeting, man, kind of really like springboarded my career in the leadership. I took a leader out to lunch, same line. Hey, I want to take out the lunch. He's like, OK, go ahead and get on my, my calendar. We went to lunch. And in that meeting, he said, hey, hypothetically, if I came to you and said I needed a person to lead a, a team wow, and I came to you, what would you say? And I said, well, you know what? I've only been here a certain amount of months. Um, I don't know it all, but I guess what I'll figure it out whatever question comes up. He said, "Okay, I was just, you know, I don't have it. I just hypothetically wanted to see." He came back to me a week later and saw me in the break room. He said, "Hey, remember that uh, um hypothetical question I threw out to you?" He said, "I got a position coming up. I want to know if you got wow. anybody in mind." I wow. looked him dead in the eye. And I said, "I got one person in mind, and you looking
0: at me. <laughs> that's and awesome. That's that awesome. opened up the door for me. Wow." Man, this is good. This is good. I mean, I think it's this is the time of the year where, like I said, where people are either either looking to, to evaluate their career, look at what they're doing, you know what I mean? Um, if they need to switch up. Uh, what advice would you, you give to somebody who is looking to do something totally different? And I, I may have asked this question earlier, but like if I'm really trying to do something totally different, you know, and I can't just go out there and apply for that job because I may not have that background. What are some things that I can do to start Start me along that way. Right. The, the great thing about the environment that we're
1: in right now is mm-hmm. the playing field is somewhat limited. The skill set is not necessarily limited, but the playing field is limited, okay. meaning that a lot of people right now can't go out and just take somebody out to lunch. A lot of people are not meeting in the office. Mm-hmm. And so the playing field has now moved to this virtual site. And so the playing field is the same for everyone. Right. So, what I would say is, As you're starting to look at this different career, go ahead and get on this playing field, which is the virtual landscape. Mm. LinkedIn is a great place right now. Mm. Everybody's looking at that as the professional site. A lot of people also on LinkedIn are willing to give advice right now, willing to lend that helping hand. And so taking that approach of getting on LinkedIn, if you don't have a profile, get on LinkedIn, create a great profile, and then start connecting with people in the industries that you're looking to get into. You'll be amazed at how much help and assistance people are willing to give out right now. The other thing is, is as you're reaching out, don't get discouraged, right? So some people are putting on a front, just like everyday life. Oh, reach out to me. You reach out to them, you don't get a response. Don't let that discourage you. Mm -hmm. Continue to move forward until you find that person that is in the industry that you wanna get into, that is willing to provide you with information. Tell you what type of certifications you need. Tell you what Mm -hmm. type of skills and experience that you need. So while they're telling you that, then you can go back and start to develop those things And then you're also building a relationship with that person because when they tell you go do X, Y, and Z, go do X, Y, and Z, and then follow back up with them to let them know you did X, Y, and Z. Now they know that you value their time, you value their input, and they're going to be more willing to help you along the journey. So you're building a relationship with someone that could potentially help you get in that industry.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I I love this, man. You know, uh, things have changed throughout the years and, you know, I don't know which generation you're a part of, but, you know, you got all these, you know, we all came in different generations, right? You know, you got the Gen X, you got baby boomers, Gen X, you've got the millennials, you know, they got the the myths of, you know, being entitled and all of this kind of stuff. But then there's this new generation that's coming up, you know, the Gen Zs. And and that's, you know, these new college graduates and these people that are, you know, 26, 25. You know, I can only imagine entering the career force right now. You know, it's a lot different than when I went in, you know, they used to have programs designed around, um, Uh, a recent college grad or a recent uh new new professional type of programs and different things that you can get into is that is those 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 things available to 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 this young generation and what are they what are they doing differently now than maybe you know when me and you were coming up um years ago you know
1: yep so there's internships that are still out there um Mm -hmm. you know you know a lot of companies are still doing internships. They converted them to virtual now, okay. so we still have those opportunities. The other thing is, if you have a certain skill set, yeah. don't leave off the table. You know, going out and doing freelance work. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I think we get caught up in the fact of you know, I have to get paid for. It. Yeah. And so I have a, a model that I say is don't lose out on fifty thousand trying to chase five hundred. <laughs> and so what I mean by that is, you know, if you're a student getting getting paid $500 to do this, you know, this assignment or whatever, or do this project. If you turn it down because they don't want to pay you X amount of money. Now the student that comes along and says, I'll do it for free. Because the only thing I really look for is the experience to put on my resume. That could be the thing that lands them the job for Mm 50,000. So I tell people like, utilize the internships, utilize, there's a lot of nonprofit organizations out there that don't have the money. Right. To go out and pay people. So if you have a skill set, go in and utilize it to help out, you know, nonprofits, help out corporations, because really what you want is the experience to be able to put down on a resume. And then the other thing is building relationships. So, again, I'm 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 just big on the building relationships piece just because I've seen it work so much in my career. So connect with people, build the relationship and then let them tell you what they're looking for for competitive people in that in that space. And then that allows, like you got the checklist now. And so you can just go down and do everything that they're telling you to do to make yourself competitive.
0: Man, that's good, man. I mean, because I think that's, it's it vital that you, you share that. And, I, and I'm seeing that this young generation does do that. You know, they're you know the people that have come around and they, they've tried to help, but there's still a few people that, uh, that are missing that piece and they're looking for how much can I get paid and how much money can I get up front? Um, and so I think that's critical that you share that, that experience, especially when you're young. If you, you have the opportunity to get as much experience as possible, this is a critical time, you know, because once you get older and you got a family, you got debt, you got all this other stuff going on, you don't have all this opportunity to just donate your time as much so, you know, more so than now, where you can, you know, have roommates and different things of that nature, where you know a lot of stuff we could you can't do when you're a lot older. So so that's that's for the young people. I wanted to kind of touch on a different group of people. So that's for the young people. But what about the person who, who's had a career, you know, for the most part, you know, somewhat, and then that career, you know, we're seeing a lot of careers diminishing right now. Right. And so maybe they've been, they're potentially about to go out of work, out of work. How do you encourage them as they try to re-enter the work and thinking to themselves, nobody wants to hire me because I'm, you know, I'm too old. I got, I'm overqualified, you know, cause that that's a real situation. Now people are, that they're facing now that, They're overqualified is how they feel when they get that rejection. They can't understand why they're being turned down.
1: Right. So, you know, just know this, that it is a competitive landscape. I don't care if you fresh out of college or you're going back into the workforce, but there are certain things that you bring, right? So you got to find the right opportunity if you're going back into the workforce. You have to find the right opportunity that's going to value the experience and the skills that you have. Hmm. Now, you may have to, uh, you know, you may not be able to make X, Y, and Z of what you were making before. Mm -hmm. Uh, But be willing to go in, right, and show the value. Um, Be be willing to also continue to search for the opportunity that you know is right for you. And so again, I go back to the relationships, right? Because that is so key. So I tell people this, it sounds so simple, but when you break it down, it's like, so I tell people this, if you have a shirt that you're looking to give away and a friend of yours comes and says, hey, I want that shirt, like I like it. Now, they don't need the shirt for any specific reason. They're not homeless. You right. know, they don't need, they, they just like the shirt. Then you get someone that you don't know that comes and says, hey, I like that shirt. I want to, you know, I don't have it, right? You don't know this person. They don't need it for any specific reason or whatever. Two people want the shirt, a friend, and a person you don't know. Who are you most likely to get a shirt to? Everybody always says, my friend. Hey, right? <laughs> because you had a relationship with them. Right. So guess what? It's no different than a job. If you start to now shift it and say, okay, if you have a job, that you're trying to give away, and your friend who is qualified, right? You're not just giving it to them for nothing. They're qualified, and then you have somebody else that you don't know that comes, and they're they're just as qualified. I said, would you not try to do all that you can to get your friend that opportunity? You're gonna at least get them an interview, right? If you <laughs> right. have that, you know, you have that that ability to. So that's why I go back to the relationships are key. So if you're looking to enter back in, let's let's utilize the relationships that you built before. Right. And then help allow them to help you get to the place that you're trying to go. So never diminishing, but even increasing the value of a great relationship.
0: Wow. That's key. That's key. And I I, and I and I'm sensing that. That's the most important ingredient is relationships. I think God has built us to be relational. Right. I think He He really built us to be relational. But so easy for us to get. Uh, out of that when we start uh, thinking about ourselves and, and yep. not really realizing that we need each other so uh, to, to make it. Now, nobody can just give me anything. Obviously, like you said, you got to show your work. You got to show what you do. But it still ultimately revolves back to those connections that you make, and I think that's that's critical. Even like you know these networking events, how do you let's let's talk about that? How do people network nowadays? You know, I know again, I'm, I'm dating myself again. Networking may have been a certain way back in the day. Is does that still happen, or is it mostly virtual? How do people network in today's environment and connect so, and build relationships?
1: Yeah. So then, so so again, going back to it, like the landscape. Is the, is the same, the playing is the same, the experiences are different, right? Experience mm. levels are different. So you're on the same landscape, a person that has 30 years of experience using the same LinkedIn platform <laughs> as somebody that has five years of experience, right? Mm. Platform the same, playing field the same, experiences are different. Mm. So, you know, th- those are still there. But mm. what I tell people is, um, you, see, you, you, you see networking events, I say, show me one relationship building event that you've ever seen. Mm. Most people say, I've never seen one. I say, yeah, because relationships take time. Mm. And so what I'm what I'm trying to say is, you have to take it beyond the networking event Good. to build the relationship. That's, that's where the value is. Yeah, you can. I I network with people in my role. I network with people fifty to hundred students a week sometimes. Yeah, and so I, that's I can't put my name on every. Person that I met—that's the networking, right? But I am going to when a person you know follows up with me after that meeting. You know, the person that says, "Hey, I just stopped by because I knew that you were going to be here, and I just wanted to come in and say hello." Hey, nice. the person that sends me email to say, "Man, I really appreciate you taking out the time," or "I value X, Y, and Z what you said." Now, for me, that person is taking that extra step to separate them from their separate themselves from everyone else. And so, yes, the networking events are there. And you you can go to this meetup and you can go to this online and all of that. But it is what do you do after that event is over? That's really going to separate you from everyone else that was there. And that's when you start to build the relationship.
0: That's awesome. So it's not like just this one time transaction. You've got to build it. you got to nurture it, right? (laughs) Yeah, yep. <laughs> that's awesome, man. So, you know, man, this has been good. Like, like I said, we're we, we talking about your, what you do every day, right? That's what you do every day. But, you know, you know, I want to kind of shift a little bit. You know, we're in 2021. And um, like I said, you're a motivational guy. So, you know, I want you to take a moment and what do, what do you sense? Like, what do you sense? Um, is happening in today, what, what, what can you encourage people to do? You know, we faced a hard year in 2020. You know, a lot of people did, and a lot of people didn't, but, but a lot of people did for the most part. How do we encourage? What, what are you saying to people nowadays? What do you sense? What How can we get through uh, all that we're going through right now?
1: Don't sell. Do not sell. That's the word that God shared with me. Do not sell. Mm. Right. Because we, 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 it's easy to look back at what happened last year and, you know, some people are still in quarantine and, you know, (laughs) that's still lingering home. Right. So we haven't got out of that. So it's easy for us to say, man, you know what? Okay. I'll just approach 2021 in a different space when I see different. God Mm. said, don't sell. Mm. Right. And so, regardless of what we've seen, right that should not stop us from the pursuit. Mm-hmm. And so within that, like if he placed something in our spirit, if he said, go start the business, go start the business, I don't care what year it is.
0: So what you right? said, don't, don't, throw the blueprint, don't throw the blueprint out or the business plan out, right? No, no, not, okay. what, not
1: one bit. I don't care what year, like 2020, people still started business in 2020. People still excelled in 2020. I'm yes. a living witness that I will see blessings in 2020. So yes. For the onset, a lot of people would say, man, let's throw 2020 away. No, don't do that. I, I received blessings. So if you're going to throw the whole thing away, that means you're throwing away some of the blessings you received as well. So no, we're not going to do that. We're going to take the good with the bad, just like we've done it every other year. Now, I'm not saying that it wasn't a a, a year that we've never witnessed before. Definitely not saying that, but it is not one that it, it, it wasn't able to get through because we're still here. Yeah. And so within that, though, people can get lulled to sleep and say, man, it was so yeah. tough in 2020. Mm-hmm. We still are not able to go out and, and fly and this, that, and the other. God said, don't settle. Going within, you know, 2021, man, I'm excited just to see, you know, because every day of life is another opportunity for us to go out and make something happen.
0: Man, I I love that. I love what you're saying because you're right. 2020, it it, it did lure a lot of people to sleep, right? You know, yeah, we, we had to adjust when all that happened. But a lot of people just became just like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to even approach this year 2021 with anything because I'm not sure what's going to happen. But the truth of the matter, if you watch those people that were still working, whether they had in the, uh, something to do or not, they were still um, working on their craft. They were still building. They were still grinding. And that's, that's really what behind the grind is really about. It's like, like what you're doing when the lights are off, right? What are you still working on? What are you still building? What are you still working, you know, putting together, you know, 2021. Twenty for some of us gave us time, right, to write out those things that we really need to see. And so this year, twenty twenty one, you already know what's going on, right? You already know what's in collapse. Now you know where to go and where to plow, where to where to grind, where to push. How you know you're gonna have to grind harder. You're gonna have to go that extra mile this year. And so I think that's what's critical in twenty twenty one. If you have never been pushed before, you're gonna have to push in twenty twenty one. And so I think that's a that's a powerful word of what you're saying. I think that's so critical. So so many of us are still in quarantine <laughs> and the shutdown on ourselves, whether the government gives us a shutdown or not. Some of us in our mind have just shut it all down. So I think, I think that's huge, man. So, um, you know, we're, we're about to come to the close of this, but you know, you know, what resources, what are some things that, that, that you're doing to prepare for for 2021 that you can share with us? You know, maybe you have some things that you do uh, some advice that you can give us as we get ready to get into this year. What, what, what can you share with us?
1: man um you know the one thing that i've uh looked at is my learning style is my learning style like Mm -hmm. i used to get caught up in um you know this person said they don't read five books uh, you know (laughs) ten books and x y z like that's not you know I, 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 i thought i was yeah i was like man okay man i'm behind eight ball like i don't you know but i started to realize that's not my learning style i don't i don't i have a hard time just sitting down and reading books Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that I'm any less. I mean, that's just the way that I learn. That's the way that they learn. Mm-hmm. So I stopped trying to mimic people in that regard and started to say like, OK, I'm a, like I'm going to take it and learn the way that I learn. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go after, you know, what's going to edify me. Mm-hmm. And so within that, like I, I watch videos, you know, I, I'm able to glean things from that. Um, and so what I tell people is find out where you're trying to go. Okay. And then you find the avenue of what's going to feed you into where that you're trying to go. Mm-hmm. So as a speaker, I listen to a lot of motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I know that that's a lane that I've been called to do. And right now, it's the perfect time for anybody that speaks. Your voice needs to be heard,
0: what right? Do if you, what do you
1: mean by that? Um,
0: because don't so have, much, people don't have the stages no more. So what do you mean this is the best time?
1: Yeah, man, man, I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you said it, right? And so um, that's the beauty of social media, that you don't need a stage, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need a, a what was so-called back in the days a stage. But see, some people get caught up in the fact that, well, uh, 1,200 people ain't going to be able to pack the house, or 300 people ain't going to be able to get in here and hear the message. I don't care if two people hear the message. Right? It's for those two people. Those two people could have been on the edge of their seats or getting ready to go ahead and shut it down and say life is like I'm going to pack my life up and I'm I'm just going to throw in the towel. So those two people are the most important people that need to hear your message at that time. So I'm no longer getting caught up in the fact that, okay, I can't be in front of because I feed off energy. Yeah. And so I've now had to shift and say, God said, no, like the, the, the energy is within you, not necessarily what you're feeding off of. Yeah, it's great to be in front of an audience and to feed off of them. But uh-huh. the message is the power. And so when he has put something inside of you, he's the energy. So yeah. now I'm still able to muster up energy just to be able to put a message out because he said the life is going to be changed. Don't get caught up in the fact of the applause that you hear. Get be, be more excited about the life that's going to be impacted. So that's what energizes me now. So for the person that has a voice with so much doom and gloom going around right now, or you know, this, I don't care whether the political landscape, coronavirus, <laughs> social injustice, it's all over the place. Yeah. Find your lane, find your voice, and go out and let your voice be
0: heard. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's what the behind the grind is about right there, what you just said, man. That's what it's about. Finding what it is. What what, what can you solve? What can you impact? How can you impact in the marketplace? And I mean, even in, you know, uh, thus thus, those of us that are believers right now, we're finding that we can't just stand in the church anymore, right? We've got to actually be out in the marketplace impacting people. So regardless of what your thing is, right? You've got to be out amongst the people really going back to it being amongst the people connecting as much as possible so i think that's all good man and like you said what you fail to say right what you fail to share what you fail to give out somebody might need that somebody may be relying on that right now and so you know i think that's i hear it in your your voice these are the things that drive you you want to see people whole you want to see people pull through and that that's a beautiful thing man that's a beautiful thing man so um with that being said um you know how can people connect with you? What's the best way? I, again, I see them books uh, lined up behind you. No, I know, you, I know you're a modest guy, but please tell us a little bit about that book and tell us the ways to connect and, and how we can follow you. And like I said, I, get, I followed you for a while, so I know you got some daily inspiration. So tell us, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so you can find me on social media platforms on Instagram, um, you know, Facebook, uh, at Edgar Butler Jr., um i'm on linkedin as well edgar butler jr i utilize that a little bit more for the professional side but every now and then i'm just like man i don't care what the professional uh (laughs) personal whatever you need to hear whatever this message is they need to be lifted up just as well while they're trying to find a job and so that's where i get to blend the two together at because just as you mentioned earlier, some people, they're kind of down and out just because of the fact that, you know, the job have let them go or they haven't been able to get the opportunity. So they need that motivation and inspiration as well. And so that's a great opportunity for me to be able to utilize the gift to impact them also. But then, you know, um, I also have a website um, that is edgarbutlerjr.com. You can find, you know, uh, inspirational, I mean, um, motivational, you know, gear there, some videos and the book. And the book was really kind of birthed for the fact that, you know, again, sometimes you can't get in front of a lot of people. Everybody can't hear the message, you know, from you verbally. But if you package it up in a book, this is just another way for me to be able to share information with people. And even though it's a professional development book, I know most people that have read it, a lot of people have come back to me and said, hey, it's really helped me in my personal life, just because of the principles that are in there. So I took what I've learned from being fired from a fortune 500 company to now hiring people in a fortune 36 company. I've been able to take that information and package it up and say, this has been my journey. This is how I got from there to where I am now. And so within that, I will feel that anybody right now that's in the position of looking for opportunities uh, on their job, looking to advance their career, or again, just within their personal life saying, man, I just need some things that are going to continue to help me push forward as I pursue things in my professional life. This book, I think, will be um, something of value for them.
0: That's awesome. Where, now, where can we get the book at? You said is it, yep, on so website? you can
1: find it on Edgar Butler, uh, edgarbutlerjr.com on my website, or it's also on Amazon as well.
0: Okay, my man got it on Amazon, so you heard it right there today. I hope uh, you guys really enjoyed it. I had a great time. Uh, chopping it up today, I thought that this is a good time uh, conversation. It's the beginning of the year, and let's be real: whether you are an entrepreneur or in your career, these principles that we heard today are are vital. You know, even if you're an entrepreneur, the relationships that you build, the networking that you do, all of that still plays a role in how successful you are. So, I hope you found some value. If if you have found some value or if you know this this, uh, conversation will be valuable for someone else, please share this um, and let someone know about this conversation. Um, And again, like I said before, we're going to have some more great conversations similar to this uh, here in the near future, especially in this first quarter. So I'm so glad you tuned in. Um, With that being said, I would like for you to see you, I guess the next time on Behind the Grind. (laughs) Oh, <laughs>